1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers, Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers.
1: Our number two. Last hour of the week here for the Playmakers. Welcome back. Let's ride, Russ. You're at the White House again.
2: <laughs> just chilling.
1: Yeah, Sierra was like literally running through drills. I don't know why I'm like, I'm all yeah, so for it
2: Sierra can do whatever she wants now I understand they've
1: had worse visitors to the White House, but I'm just like do we have nothing else to do?
2: <laughs> it's always worth a trip to the we white play house. play some
1: bocce ball out here.
2: Did you you never did the field trip to DC? Did you?
1: No, but I got I got something better I got to do uh, a hockey trip to DC when I was playing juniors uh, my senior year in high school and I got to go out with my grandma, Darlene. She came out on the trip with me and my entire team, and it was one of the best trips ever. It was super snowy, and so it was kind of a disaster in DC. Like Anywhere else besides Minnesota, I've found, does not deal with snow the same level we do. So I'm just, we're Some super snow. snow snobbiness? Well, it's what we, oh, 100%. <laughs> we, we name our plows. We, we 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 that's we, we put it in the newspaper and there's voting like Bodie McBoat face we got Plowy McPlow face like we we, ha- we and it's there's actual creativity there, but in terms of like playing I played pretty well that weekend but that was beside because I barely remember like actually playing the hockey but I remember going to like the Lincoln Memorial and and or the monument and and going to the Natural History Museum I remember telling everybody all of us in the elevator is like me six of my teammates a couple of parents and grandma. Let's all jump at the same time in this elevator. It would be fun. So we did it, and we got stuck. And guess who's claustrophobic? Grandma.
2: Oh, no. Don't mess with Grandma Darlene. Yeah, well,
1: honestly, this one, if, it, if it's anybody else in her life, I don't think she's nearly as calm. We all know that I'm your favorite. We know. I even have it marked down on my phone. You said it one day like three years ago, and I will forever commemorate it. Regardless, we had to be rescued by... Washington, D.C. FD. Like they had to come in and, you know, pull you out of the elevator, get it, because it was messed up.
2: The DCPD. The
1: D, not FD.
2: Oh, leathers. Different,
1: different <laughs> things. um, And I just remember just feeling so dumb, but also it was just one of the, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. And grandma worked out okay. Like I said, she was a lot calmer than what I expected her to be, but we were only stuck in there for probably like 30, 40 minutes, but it was truly. Uh, it's it's a really fun town. I really like. I haven't gotten to explore it as much as I would like to yet. So D.C. Lindsey,
2: give us a couple years. We'll we'll tour America.
1: Yeah, or go on vacations. Have you been to D.C. Dominic? Never. Oh, it's a great time. Where
2: have you been? What's your
3: story? Who are you? Um, short and sweet. I've been to New England a lot and California. And who are you, Dominic Lavoie? Yes, yeah. he, he is the man. man.
1: The man. The myth. The legend. Um, kicking off things here. For our first segment, Pokemon Battle Time. Dominic, Adrian, theme today Earth Day. I gave you no other details. I just said Earth Day.
3: I feel like this is, I'm gonna continue my uh, legacy of ineptitude here.
1: Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Why we bring you in here? He's stealing stealing my gimmick! Yeah, he's not a loyal listener. Liar!
2: Lindsay. Yeah. We did hand signals, by the way, like, 20 seconds ago. What a moment.
1: Yeah. We, that that <laughs> nonverbal communication is electric. Uh, for our Pokemon battles, as you can hear, it's very much in the spirit of, like, the Game Boy Color version of Pokemon. I forgot to stretch Pokemon. For this. Uh, Adrian and Dominic will each present someone to battle. They will have an attack and a defense, and I will decide who is victorious. It's best two out of three, I think, at this point. And uh, yeah, so whoever gives me a compliment first will get first tips. A dodgeball shirt had on,
3: uh, earlier was unreal. The Nike crew neck. What did you say? The yeah, dodgeball shirt. It's amazing.
1: Thank you. You win. Ah, fair <laughs> you stumbled, but then I kept listening because you stumbled. but a fashion it's icon. Just, uh, sometimes the,
2: big the Nike icon. crew neck. Oh uh, yeah. The bedazzles on it.
3: <laughs> I'm not into Ed Hardy like that though. <laughs> Ed Hardy. Oh
1: my God, that's <laughs> pure Jersey Shore era.
2: <laughs> yeah, but they can still they still have a, a little shop on fashion oh, show. they
1: live in t- they live here. Like Paulie D and whatever his face is, the oh, other one. Vinny. I, Vinny. Vinny. Yeah, he performs they, in they the They TikToks up here all the time. Vinny's oh, no. performing?
3: Yeah. Is he a DJ they, now
1: too? No, they DJ No,
3: he's like heavy. doing Chippendales, oh. I think.
2: Yeah, Vinny's doing Chippendales, God. but other dude with the hair. Polly the D, hair, The yeah. g- Polly D's are like, he's heavy. He's the a like great team to gel.
1: Yeah. Anyway, TikTok but, and, and, came about and, and, 10 years too late for them. Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh. Our culture would be a lot different. <laughs> yeah. Adrian, who are you sending out first to battle? All
2: right, there's a word in this word that's kind of funny, but everyone, come on, let's be mature. My attack is a haboob. <laughs>
1: Who are you? Sent- oh, okay. So you're you're just you're sending out a, a, a haboob.
2: Yes, because that is something that happens in Earth, and as everyone knows, it's a type of intense dust storm mm. uh, that has an atmospheric gravity current. Okay. It's also some people, all my weather guys, it's called like a weather front. Yeah. And it usually happens in j- dry land area regions throughout the world, uh-huh. including here in Las Vegas. So dumb.
1: save the haboobs. Who are you sending out, wow, Dominic? Wow,
3: it's not. Who am I sending out? It's where am I sending oh, something. Oh, where?
1: Full creative license today, so, boys. So,
3: um, I'll just send out uh, Newfoundland.
1: Newfoundland versus the Haboob. Yeah. What is Newfoundland bringing to the party as an attack?
3: Um, we're going to smother people in maple syrup. The best maple oh, wow. syrup. So it's another callback to Boston too, because they had the molasses flood like a couple hundred years ago. This
1: is true. Lots of people died. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> they died. It went from through the, It went through yeah. the streets. It was. It was. A, it was a disaster. <laughs> I remember reading about this. <laughs>
2: you imagine? Oh, I'd be so upset. The slowest
1: tsunami of all time coming right towards you. Honestly, yeah. All syrup. right. So we're gonna smother you with maple syrup. You are haboob is just haboobing.
2: Yes, and also just wanna real quick, Lindsay. It is 42 degrees right now in New New Finland or whatever you said. Yeah, New Finland. So thank that,
1: you for. <laughs> I
2: mean, <laughs> when they have to deal with the desert and a haboob in the climate. What's your defense? My defense is an ant colony. Anybody that's watched Bugs Life or Ants, Ants with a Z, they know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. You probably don't know. He You're probably not, doesn't know. He's, he's never seen he's
1: never A beautiful a bunch of fly. He has no idea.
2: No, that's a, that's a caterpillar.
1: Thank God. There's, yeah. there's hope in the youth. <laughs> the children are our future. He went to
2: Disneyland when there was Bugs Life Town. <laughs>
1: Dude, and they're running under your, your chairs and they're bumping. Love it. So, Hill Ants, my- defense for you, Dominic.
2: Um,
3: thin ice, because I'm sure oh, in Minnesota, Jesus. Minnesota, that's a big problem
2: on the pond.
1: It is, 100%. You know why you drive, when you're driving out on the ice with your door open? What if it goes under? You gotta get out.
2: Exactly. That's a fact. The word Safety This is a fantastic word. Yeah. So,
3: thin ice. Head? And I mean, honestly, I think my attack n- neutralizes the defense because ants, they're attracted to sugar, they'll just drown themselves in the maple syrup.
1: Okay. I am the judge.
3: <laughs> I'm just throwing it out. She said, hey, sir. No.
1: Okay, so we have the haboob, haboobing, and then your defense of the haboob is an anthill because it's eternal and will never be swept away. And then yours is Newfoundland with a flood of maple syrup. And what was your defense? I'm sorry, I forgot already. And thin ice. And thin ice. Sounds kinky. <laughs> I mean, that's what he brings to our program. <laughs> it's Honestly. a different edge. It's a different edge. Different type of edging. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny sometimes. Thank you for the inspiration, Dominic. You get the point. You're welcome. (laughs) One nothing, Dominic. Let's go. (laughs) All right. And it is your serve. You get to send out your next thing first.
3: I send out the Florida of the world. Australia.
1: Okay. There's a lot of deadly things there. This I know. Oh, yeah. All right, you're sending out uh, Australia.
2: Oh, wow. That Aussies. huge, huge mistake. Down under. You take a lead, and then you mess up like the Timberwolves, because my attack is global warming. Oh, it's already hot the down ultimate there.
1: ultimate trump card. Happy Earth Day. It's getting hot in here. So take off all your things that cause climate change. Right? That's how the lyrics go. Yeah, 100%. So I thought. Okay, so climate change. What is your attack?
2: Just the world, <laughs> not
1: being just the that, the target market is ER.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, Earth. Yeah, basically, you know, Thanos once said, "You know, you beat me, but at what cost?" Dude, and you that, spent
1: like two hours prepping this. And you're just, just the Earth. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, global, <laughs> what do I have to still. say about
2: global warming?
1: <laughs> this is the most the time I've spent prepping all day. You're you literally- want to live in a planet without pandas? That's a tough question to ask. I mean, in this the Golden Knights now. are going to yeah, live, live go. the rest
3: of the season without a panda.
2: Synergy.
1: Your attack, Dominic.
3: My attack from Australia is forcing Vegemite sandwiches down global warming's throat, I guess.
1: Because oh, Vegemite man. is. That's sustainable. Horrendous.
3: No offense to Aussies. Your culture is great, but Vegemite literally you almost killed me. you
1: them the Lord of the world. Yeah. I didn't I take that like, as a compliment.
3: I feel like that's a badge of honor.
1: <clears throat> to people who maybe live in the floor, I, I just—I guess for everybody <laughs> in there, yes. Everybody outside, no.
2: Wild take.
1: Defense, Adrian.
2: No disrespect to Iggy Azalea. Uh, my defense is the Boston She's Celtics. She's the person I think of first. The Boston, Boston Celtics. <laughs> what? My, what? My defense is the Boston. Lindsey. The Celtics have held KD for 13 for 41. That's 32% from three. He's negative 23 in the series. He's the lowest on the nets. Even Kyrie last game, he went four for 13. No three-point shots. He was negative nine. When you talk about defense, you got to think about the Boston Celtics. Marcus Smart, your boy, defensive Uh, player of the year.
1: What are you you again? Because I got bored with the sports. What are you attacking? I forgot all the The things. The Boston
2: Celtics defense and global warming is my attack.
1: Okay. Dominic, Defense.
2: Defense.
3: Well, I mean, the Celtics and like everything—they're like human, So,
4: <laughs>
3: where? No, 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 no. I no. no. Hate my life no. Right now. we're gonna, we're gonna. Unleash, <laughs> I wish
1: eye rolls could be communicated. We're gonna via this unleash
3: media. a kangaroo being eaten by a snake, being eaten by an <sighs> alligator, being eaten by a koala.
1: No wonder you were thinking about unhinged jaws. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the koala in this?
3: At the tail end.
1: He's. Wait, He's so Alpha the Alligator, yeah.
2: This is This is an adult family I friendly g- show. What is
1: going on? Okay, human centipede, what's going on? I'm
3: not doing I'm not taking that angle, I'm taking National that, Geographic.
1: Why would the koala be the apex predator?
3: How? Because? It's
1: a it's an no, it's an herbivore! It it can't <laughs> it can't possibly it can't eat the crocodile. Go I'm it's going with sleeping. the vibes. It's got a herpes and it's sleeping. Or is it chlamydia? I forget. They have an STD that's just like it always. Don't let the koalas touch you, but they're pretty. Oh, no. I don't know what either of you are on. And I, I like, Adrian, I don't want to pick you because you brought sports into this bit, and I hate that. But I, I I don't understand what you're doing. And we need to make sure the bit stays fresh. So, Adrian, you win this point. You Thank go. you. Right. Let well, it be known that if the sports are brought into this without the direct instruction, <laughs> that will be a minus <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn!
1: You use it for the basketball segments. Come on! There needs to
2: be, there needs to be koala. Somebody needs a koala nickname in sports.
1: At least you didn't have the koala being at the bottom of the food chain because then I don't know if we're gonna invite you back because that's like my favorite animal from age two or three. I that feel was, you. That was the bit. Eucalyptus. That's what so
2: now eat. with it being tied, let's all sink into this dramatic moment. <laughs> okay, who's attacking for this final round?
1: Ooh, I mean, I guess I could do it for another compliment since we're tied.
2: Lindsay, Game your hockey knowledge in. is so vast.
1: Dominic finished first.
2: Damn. <laughs> Go, Dominic.
1: Send out your person or thing or um, whatever you guys are doing today.
2: Region of land on Earth. We're <laughs>
1: the Florida re- of the re- world. The region.
2: The regions <laughs> are you unreal.
1: Australia is a very nice place, I hear.
3: Sometimes. Yeah. They have a cool F1 But <laughs>
2: Did you have a bad moment in Australia? Sometimes.
3: <laughs> I'm just gonna, we're
2: gonna just kind of
3: pull the global warming card. We're gonna send out the Bermuda Triangle.
1: Oh, oh, damn. Snap. Now, that is some insightful stuff right there. We bring out the Bermuda Triangle. Is Amelia Earhart part of this bit? I, she don't, might Don't tell be. me. Don't tell me because it's not your turn yet. Bermuda okay. Triangle to Adrian. Who are you sending out? What, the, what are you sending out?
2: Attacking me with the unknown. Well, I'm Costa Rican. Uh, I don't think I've said this on the show. I'm a Tico budavira. So, because of that, go back to my beautiful country. I'm going to attack you with lava <gasps> coming from the central volcanic mountain range in Costa Rica. So not only is it just one volcano, it's an abyss. Really? I don't think that's a smart word. I just really wanted to say multiple it on the show once. Ricas. There's multiple volcanoes. <gasps> deal with that lava.
1: Dude, now this is a matchup we can actually talk about, fellas. Like, <clears> this <throat> is what we can actually get deep into. Because we're talking about just the Bermuda Triangle versus lava. This is microdose McD type of well, stuff here. You know it.
3: The defense here is the well, Bermuda Triangle is over the ocean. This is fact. Anyone who plays Minecraft or took science knows that water and lava make rock.
1: But anybody with science also knows that anything we give a name to or any concept that we make up is indeed made up. The Bermuda Triangle is only the Bermuda Triangle because we say it's a Bermuda Triangle. Just like that chair. We only agree it's a chair because we all agree it's a chair. That is fair. Versus lava, it, it naturally occurs no matter what. Do you have your defense?
2: Absolutely. And this is where I lose. My defense is the Legion of Boom. Yo, that Seahawks (laughs) defense was crazy. Earl Thomas, (laughs) Cam Chancellor, (laughs) Brandon Browner, Marcus (laughs) Trufant, Richard Sherman. You remember when they beat the 49ers? Aaron Andrews was like, are you ready? He's like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready for anything. The way
1: he went at that with Aaron, too, just like, the energy this. levels could not be more <laughs> distant. Can't believe that that about
2: me. has not shown up on oh, WWE television because no he was meant to be it.
1: Oh, God, you, you had the element. You had the magma monster from Hercules, super gnarly. You, said your, de- de- you said your defense boom. already, right? Yeah, because you went first.
2: Technically, yeah. Rare attack that was also the defense in the same time. That's never happened before in the show. Yeah.
1: I mean, you called it already. You lose. Damn. It, you, yeah, but I, I Is this appreciate. A first, for first career win. I I believe so.
2: <gasps> Congratulations!
1: Ah, we have a vi- we gotta get a song. We gotta get a victory song. What could it be? Sweet Caroline. No, never, <laughs> ever. You no, no. It's not allowed. I I, I can't. <laughs> Like the Golden Knights themes, I just like. There's certain music that will never be played in here. <laughs> if it's
2: played in the T-Mobile Arena.
1: What's your second choice? Let me guess. House of Pain. Jump around.
3: Uh no. Uh.
1: Um, that one.
3: I'll actually do Candy Shop by 50 Cent. I guess. Wow, a song with you support that. Just throw, throwing that out. I there? will
1: never forget the conversation I had with my mother explaining. Mom, they're talking about sweets. <laughs> Talking about candy. And I think at some level, I believe that, too, just based off of my age and knowing how I am. I probably took it later. But I also knew that there was an insinuation one could say. Candy shop. That will be your victory. All righty.
2: Now, uh, I know we have more sports and other things to talk about. We do. But we brought up a name, and it's Friday. And we brought up Coach... Coach McDaniels.
1: Oh, that's right. Um, Microdose McDaniels. Should we
2: close out the segment? Do we do long or quick?
1: I mean, I don't know if Dominic's had the full-fledged experience, so I think we provide that for him and anybody else who hasn't.
4: So I told this guy, I met him. I was like, hey, what's your name? Okay, Socrates, okay? All right, Socrates. The only thing I know is that I know nothing. And he was like, you're right. right. I'm gonna write that down and take credit for it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Socrates did that. Yeah, and then
4: I got back in the time machine and then <laughs> came back. You know what blows my mind? Can you guys answer this for me real yeah, quick? Okay, sure. so the we'll movie Back to the Future. It'll okay. okay? Right. They go, they go to the future, right? You know, hence the title. Correct. In the future, they have hoverboards and all this stuff. They have whatever the things are. Anybody notice that there wasn't a cell phone? So what is in front of us? Oh. Maybe the Dolphins win the
0: Super Bowl. Whoa. Nobody would have predicted that. Maybe Maybe
4: the Dolphins win the Super Bowl, and then all humankind evolves to have fins. Whoa! Whoa! Hell yes. yes.
1: That man is the head coach of the Miami Dolphins today, right now, as we speak. Mike Gridos, McD, your influence knows no bounds. Literally, Dominic's jaw is on the floor right now. He's like, what did I just listen to? Hinged, hinged jaw. I can't believe we got down that road, too. What that's, a weird bit.
2: That stoner's a coach? That's
1: yeah. When he says, like...
3: I honestly thought he was, like, on Joe Rogan for a second or something
2: like that. Might as well be.
1: Yeah. But it's about the, the like same type Alex of energy. like, Green. Yeah. Like, 100%. something like that. The part where he says, like, let me tell you something. Or, like, let me tell you this. Like, just the way that he slurs it a little bit. It's, it's just so deep. Mm, I, I don't know about that. but
2: right, Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke.
1: Yes, stay woke in the Florida of the world known as Australia. I'm sure he has a condo or two next to Sydney. Uh, We'll get into personalities in sports and who truly produces those in the pipeline love for the bet.
0: Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
1: I love how you look directly at me, just to see how excited I get when you put whatever song that you choose on. And anytime you choose the Veronica's, this is an educational opportunity for you, Dominic. I go, ooh, ooh, you go, ah, ah, la, 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 la. I can't, la, 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 la. I wanna, 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 get you, get you. Oh, I messed up already. Damn it!
2: Dom's like, what is going on? Uh,
1: it probably made more sense in our last segment to a lot of people, <laughs> but you know what? We're not here to make sense. We're here to make waves. Damn and, right. Uh, we're here to discuss things that don't always have like a general direction or a thread or stats to like go off of because, you know, things are messy, things are fluid. And Dominic and I were attempting to kind of formulate something to talk about for this segment, and we were. How did it get started again? We were talking about personalities. We're talking about marketing, mm-hmm. sports marketing, and how you said it, I've said it. Many people probably share the same opinion about the NHL and their overall lack and just deficit in that area. But as I've thought about this more, and, I, and I've, I've tried to kind of deconstruct the hockey ego And what we teach people, I I I think it's more of a pipeline problem than it is a spout problem at this point, because I honestly don't think that most hockey players in the NHL have much of a personality. I mean, not in comparison to other sports, certainly not. But even just by like your general population, that's why like the Trevor Zegerses stick out so much. Because it's not just that they're like every other normal person. It's that they actually have some flair. They're not an a-hole. And they're willing to play ball. They're willing to be weird. They're willing to fail. And they're willing to be themselves. And I think hockey tries to beat the self out of you from as early as possible.
3: Yeah, I feel that. Um, and just with the hanging around hockey players, I'm sure like you know as well. You played mm-hmm. much longer than I have. And just being around them, like it's just very dry. And all the coaches that I've been with have been very cut and dry and just super to the point and everything. And I definitely agree with, like, it seems like they beat your sense of self out of you. Mm -hmm. And even then, even when you are yourself, it kind of molds you into just one cohesive person. There's not a lot of people on a team that are super different. They all do the same stuff. And we talked about it earlier during the breaks. Like when you're with a group like a hockey team and you're hanging out with each other all the time, you become one person and you kind of lose that individuality. Well,
1: inside jokes you you all it's it's you're a unit you're a borderline cult in a lot of ways because you're you're having a unique shared experience Mm -hmm. with this room of people and you're also competing against each other and for each other and so it creates a really unique bond and also creates a unique environment to stamp out personality because it's not just when the coaches say you know team before me play for the 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 name on the front not the back But this is like in practices or like waiting in line in in a certain drill and not feeling comfortable to like talk or to be a a little bit more loosey-goosey or or take this shot because I know that coach doesn't like this situation. Like I I hate drop passes. Like I I think that they're too much risk for not enough reward in 99.9 cases. But there are exceptions. I'm also not the type of person that's going to go scorched earth if you, if you do it once, I'm not going to sit you. But if I if I correct you and you continue to do it, then we're going to have a conversation. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of self-correction and and just mirroring of personalities copycatting. And I think it has to do a lot with how hyper privileged hockey is. I honestly do because I I don't know if it's just if it's demographics, if it's quality of life, if it's history, it's whatever. I, I don't think that most of these kids, because I I I was, it was right before everybody started to be super professionalized, super focused on one sport. I played three sports in high school and I, most of my friends did that too, who were also like high, higher end athletes. But we're seeing more and more people make the decision for their kids or maybe the kids themselves, I'm going to go hockey exclusive from a young age. And then... You lose the lack of exposure and the lack of <clears throat> physical development other stuff we're talking about in terms of personality to the rest of the world. And hockey is a bunch of rich white people, mostly. And it, that's how it historically has been. And so when you're asking people to break away from a mold that has served them so well, that has produced great hockey players and, and a game that prides itself on sacrifice, on like I said playing for the logo on the front not the name on the back I think it the sport does itself a disservice by being the culture that it is by by expecting that from players but I don't know if the game is the same without that you know cuz like hockey hockey you're not supposed to have that much person unless you're like an outlier player people would even yell at Alexander Ovechkin for certain breakaway moves, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, I want to do that. That's and not smart. And like, celebrations, right? the way
3: he kind of
2: like prances on the ice. And no like, other really sport like, gets police is
1: like this, I feel.
2: Well, I, I mean, I think there's baseball. <clears throat> and, and speaking yeah. of baseball, the question... home runs, Oh my. But the question I want to ask you is because to me, well, first off, in general, the only professional sports league that kind of took the energy that other countries have and brought it here to the U.S. is the MLS and not even fully... You know, you have some of those cities like Chicago, Atlanta, and Seattle where those games are parties. But when you look at baseball, you can watch the Caribbean League every offseason in the MLB, you know, schedule or even the World Series uh or the what what is it the World not the World Cup. The the baseball Classic. The world baseball the World Baseball the World, Classic. Base, the world Baseball mm-hmm. Classic when it's uh, the Dominican playing Puerto Rico and you see the energy in in the, the the field at at these ballparks. So my question to you, Lindsay, is, you know, overseas and in Europe, like is it is it a party over there during these games in the <laughs> professional leagues? And is it something I, that's I've not never, crossing over? I,
1: I've never been to a, a hockey game overseas. I know that it has a much more soccer like atmosphere and just their relationship to sports is so different. Like it's much more of a community based, I feel like, in places outside of the United States, whereas this is a mostly profit business driven model.
3: Yeah. And with hockey, like I, I'm very like hockey oriented because it's like my yeah. focus on here, but it just when you talk about like privilege and everything, I don't want to come out here and like stereotype or anything like that. Like so I'm gonna tread carefully. Plenty of people do it. It's kind of when you're so when you grow up like privileged and like white and everything, you're not typically exposed to mm-hmm. other cultures. I and mean, when you're hyper focused on one sport, like you mentioned, you're not exposed to the basketball or the football or anything like that. And you other may know people's people. adversities. Yeah, you may know people who do that, mm-hmm. but typically and even in my experience, you're steered away from that because they live in a bad neighborhood or they have bad people around them. Or there's just that stereotype like, oh, if you wear chains and if you listen to rap music, you're, you're a gangbanger automatically. And that's mm-hmm. like football and basketball culture. A lot of that is that there's a reason why you go to nba games and you hear nfl games and you listen to the warm-up tracks and instead of playing edm music or house music you hear a lot of rap music and you don't hear like rock music or anything like that it's just two different cultures but when you're not exposed to that it kind of makes you one-dimensional mm-hmm. and that's boring to a lot of people now mm-hmm. because a lot of people who are exposed to that they're way more into rap music than they are rock music and now you look at these nhl players they don't like dressing certain ways. Like they wear like all this like random plain outfits and everything. Yeah. Once they, they opened
1: up the outfits for the bubble, and then like they say, you could wear whatever you want. And like you love Austin Matthews and like yeah. the fashion sense, and that's a, a for sure market marketing. Model that he's going to be using, but then you get like the Minnesota Wild. We're gonna pack team polos, three colors red, yeah. and, uh, green, and black.
3: Or we're gonna wear, we're gonna be very daring and we're gonna wear, wear a plain white tee with a blazer and some dress right. pants. But now
1: we see like with winter classics and other things, we're sh- we have like the St. Louis Blues showing up in beach wear when it's yeah. 10 below in the, Minnesota, the and, and like ruins that we're, we're like, seeing the that
3: 1920s but stuff that,
1: that has to come from your captain. That has to come, that is a, that is a, a purposeful thing, yeah, and 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 there has to be a permissibility to go all out for it. And I I honestly, think it probably started, not started, but the most recent example that I was really like, wow, they clearly went all out for this was the Bruins when they played uh, mm-hmm. in Tahoe. And they showed up in the glasses and all like the the super the 90s. 80s stuff. and Aspen type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this probably is way too deep of an angle to take on this, but I'm going to attempt it anyways. When you get, in terms of the tempo and and the way that we experience the game when we're playing it. With hockey versus baseball versus, because I think this has this has something to do with it. Baseball, there's no time limit, right? So it's formal only in these. And everything else is just very lackadaisical. we're here to spend some time. We're here to go with some hours. Even if I'm playing, I go to the bench. Are they all stand? Are they all sitting upright? Are they all ready to go? No, it's just it, I'm back. Who knows when I'm going to be out there next? I'm going to get my bat here. It's so informal because they are there all day every day at the ballpark Yeah, warms this whole thing Nelson Cruz says to take a nap like it's part of that hockey you show up for game time at, at, at this point you're at the games you're in the locker room and then you're out like there's not that 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 it's rigid passiveness yep and then you think about well what does actual gameplay as a hockey player mean versus a baseball player I'm on the bench I'm all everybody's leaning over or standing up I don't see a lot of standing up in the NHL anymore because most of the, most of the guys are too big um, they're all have the, the hands over the boards and we're ready to jump over. We're trying to catch our breath, right? Everybody looks the same. If you look down at the bench, when the game is going on, as they're all watching the play, almost all of them are in the same type of body language, mm-hmm. same type of body positioning. And I sit there until it's my turn. And then it's ah! for 40 seconds, 40 minute, minute and a half, depending on who you are. Right. And then I sit back down and hockey's so fluid in the moment. There's there's communication verbal sure, but it's fleeting. I'm puck up reverse, deep stuff like that. Most of it is on experience or just implicit messaging. I've played with Marshy my whole time. Says William Carlson. I know he's probably going to be down here, so I'm just going to assume that he's going to be there when I uh, expect him to be. Again, the protection, right? The the lack of crossover and, and collaboration. It's. It's easy to try to make the, the privileged comparison with hockey with maybe golf and tennis, but both of those are individualized sports mostly. Both, both of those, you know on a level that even your best friend, you can meet up with them in the draw at Wimbledon in 10 years, right? So there's always that little, that little safety latch there. But with hockey, it's different. Like once you're on that team, it's very much we protect those who are on this, right? Mm-hmm. We're not we're, if you get in trouble, we're all in this together. And when you get more than four or five people with one another, we act differently. It's a fact, like it's an actual psychological difference and, and, and something that we've studied extensively. But I think all of this and and the lack of the lack of exposure, hypervigilance, you could say, probably, in terms of like what's how what what brain level do you have to be on when you're playing? Hypervigilant. I gotta be aware of everything on the ice. I gotta be thinking two steps ahead but I also need to be in the the skates that I'm in. Right. You're just like this, this mm-hmm. omniscient, um, omnipresent being. And with that, I think it creates probably a little bit of a God complex, yeah. a little bit of a, of a, I can control more things than what mo- most people are capable of. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the air of privilege. That's the air of, of ignorance. It's because it's not true. There's humbling. It's, I think that a lot of what hockey is and what makes it great also stops it from truly taking the next step in modern sport. And so that's why you need people like the Zegerses to have the personality put on display, but then you have to have the people higher up that know how to feature, that know how to incentivize more of this. Because we all know that there are certain privileges that are afforded to different people based off of what they bring to the table. It also could be a point where Trevor Zegers has been so good at hockey his entire life that nobody thought that they needed to correct his personality. Why would I do that? He's the best one out here. I could mess him up or, or you just kind of leave him alone because he's elite. He's good. We don't need to put any more development to his personality. What age does that happen? Like we talk about guys going to professional in their teen years. Like stop going to school regularly you start and you can still go to college there's a bunch of different roads that you can go on but again the constant is the locker room and it's the same echoes and I think that truly is the problem here not so much the NHL NHL certainly doesn't do itself any favors and does not know how to work its way out of this closet in any way but I think it needs to be pushed sometimes it's not about pulling something ahead it's about being pushed forward
2: I think that sometimes, too, uh, it's a little surprising to me just out of habit because these athletes are human, too. Some people are more willing to talk and, and share on social media
4: mm-hmm.
1: than
2: others, and I'm surprised that they're – I mean, we do we talk about Robin Leonard being open. Um, and just.
1: When I was in college, we had to sign sheets that said that we would refl- – like we are a representative of the brand or whatever, yeah. but it was still my coach's messaging at the time. This is less than 10 years ago. Why even have it? All it's going to do is bring trouble. But that
2: message gets but sent that, out but throughout. But
1: that's, that's the message. That's the message. And it's, not, and it's not the same throughout because there's a different fear put into you when coach says something to you in hockey. It, it truly is. And I, I'm, I'm not super experienced in the other sports to really know it, but there's a different level of power because there's 20, 23 people on the bench. I could sit you for the whole game. It doesn't matter. So you fall into line really quickly. But it's, I think it's a good line that, that, you're, that you're making there, though.
2: Yeah, because the the biggest thing to me is when I I believe it was Antonio Brown live streaming from the Steelers like in halftime. That's when social
1: media were like, what the hell?
2: Yeah. Or
1: tweeting from the bench.
2: And, you know, sometimes and then obviously, you know, Antonio's his own
1: Mm -hmm.
2: whatever comes with Antonio Brown is different than everyone else. But there's just certain players, and when we see it in the locker room, we talked about the Hawks and, and 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 the Heat, and how they had to like walk to the arena because the train got in the Heat's way for them to get to the arena. And some of those dudes are are live streaming instantly, like them walking to the arena, and it's just yeah.
1: See, hockey would be like, "Don't put that out on social media because we don't want anybody to see that we don't we're not together." Yeah. yeah. That, that, and that's the thing. It's the um apprehension to fail, and that's why I think. While hockey is what it is and why goalie is so singular in its nature, too. Because, well, we play the same sport, right? No, we don't really. We don't really. And if we did, there would be more understanding between the two. I don't mean to make an example of what's been going on in the last few days in the goaltending department with the Vegas Gold Knights, but this is a common problem in all hockey with, with that friction between goaltenders and the rest of it. Just like how hockey's at friction with everybody else uh, when it comes to showcasing that personality mm-hmm. and finding ways to connect with people other than themselves
3: yeah and like i'm really like stuck on the clothes route like i'm yeah. so sorry well, that's like, your, that's that's just your me. bit that's your bit and it definitely is on the pipeline because mm-hmm. i mean i even went through this like probably two or three years ago and i was super i was kind of into clothes but like i was hanging out with a lot of hockey players they mm-hmm. dressed a certain way i started dressing a certain way yep and then you just wh- want to fit in it's a natural then, human thing yeah like all like most hockey players today it's all short shorts t-shirts dad hat backwards vans or adidas nmds chasing rockets and that's all it is and there's nothing really wrong with that but there's a culture shift in the world Mm -hmm. and there's a refusal to shift cultures in hockey because there's still that dress code for suits and i don't mind suits i love suits i like dressing getting dressed up just as much as the next person but when you have that strict of a dress code and you have people who are even coming at austin matthews who are like why is he wearing clothes Supreme? shouldn't be a battleground yeah like just wear what you want I mean if it sucks it yeah. sucks but people generally are gonna gravitate towards what's in and what's in is wearing flashy designer brands wearing flashy jewelry wearing flashy shoes that's what's in and you can even cool. see it just take a scroll through this NHL social media they'll post who is the best dress from this day and they're yeah. like this they're all in suits this is boring right like, but also
1: we like your personality, your personality can be what you wear, but it's a reflection of what your personality is. And so there's a lot of room for improvement across the board for the hockey community, and we'll be here to report on every step of the way that they don't take. So wrapping <laughs> up our show on the other side of the break, Scrambler, What It Could Entail, Only Adrian Knows, the that
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from
4: mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement. An entanglement. An entanglement with August. An
2: entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement. An entanglement. An entanglement Lindsay entanglement
0: Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the playmakers, exclusively on 11:40 The Bet. Enough time has
1: passed. God, I love this song. It just is an absolute banger that the internet came up with and is inspired, obviously, by the muses that are the Smith family. Um, I got a little update before we get to our scrambler here, Adrian, because Grandma texted me during the break. Darlene! (laughs) Biggest of fans, she goes, didn't you eat a whole loaf of fresh French bread in the elevator in D.C.? I was like, Oh, yeah. I remember what? being in there and be like, guys, it's okay. We're not going to starve. I got bread here. And I, ate, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to eat this whole thing. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. So I just, everybody was clearly waiting for some sort of update. So yeah, I wanted to share it.
2: While they were freaking out. Yeah. You legit. was eating good. Yep. Also want to update uh, the heat and Hawks were supposed to tip off. They finally did. They had a 30 minute delay because outside the state farm arena, they found a suspicious package Thankfully, uh, nothing to be alarmed about. The The game has tipped off, and then so the Suns now are going to be playing 30 minutes later. The NBA pushed back the rest of the games. But yeah, no crisis. They've That's tipped good. off. But happy yeah. to hear. Now, are you happy to hear my stories that we haven't got to in a segment we call The Scrambler?
1: I mean, I guess.
2: All right, let's do it. Well, first <laughs> off, I would do a lot of work trying to get audio and everything, and I'm not here to... To pick a fight with you lindsey but we have some audio from carl anthony towns from the game uh that is just is not the type of energy you have when you only score eight points yeah we in minnesota now
1: like i said after the media all right cool we gotta come back to our house now i only seen him at their house wow i think even johnny k was asking about his stat line and that he immediately next questioned him.
2: How dare you do that to Johnny K, friend of the show, legend of Minnesota Timberwolves basketball and journalism in that great state.
1: And that's why I, I, you're not going to make me mad by putting Carl Anthony Towns on the spot with this because he he absolutely invites this this energy. And so if you're going to do that, if you're going to walk, if you're going to talk the talk, you better walk the walk. Another opportunity, Game Four Saturday, but last two out of three not gonna
2: cut it oh Saturday night playoff Timberwolves basketball I can't imagine I'm you're cancel
1: all my plans your
2: household's about to be going crazy uh we have a situation that we might have to to dig in deeper uh next week but our Las Vegas aviators have started their season and they have had better attendance than the Oakland Athletics this week so on Tuesday our aviators drew 5607 people vice versa on the flip side. Oakland had 3,748 people. And then on Thursday, yesterday, the Aviators drew 7,255 people. The Athletics drew 4,428 people. This is getting nuts.
1: I read somewhere that they were A's fan, and they, they basically framed the lack of attendance as a fan protest an ongoing fan protest Rightfully we, we, so. we know that they don't invest in their team in terms of put, paying guys on the field.
2: Raise ticket prices this year.
1: Yep. And and then you have that on the other side of it. It's the pro- same business model that Netflix, I think, is taking notes from, or maybe they're mm-hmm. taking notes from Netflix. Gold Knights aren't that far off either. They at least invest in talent. They'll raise the prices on you, but at least they give you a good show. And that's, I think, where the disconnect is with that organization, that market. And, um... I don't know. I want them to end up here, but I also don't want... I I feel bad for Oakland.
2: Not only that, but the one thing I will say um, before we get to these other stories are, like, if you're in Las Vegas, as, as we see this from the outside, like, is that the type of energy and type of management that you want? And... They don't put any resources to their team. Adrian,
1: you know if we move across the country, we're going to be a whole new person henceforth.
2: I mean, I know we were hyped about building and and helping our taxpayer dollars to build a Legion Stadium, but now we're going to build another ballpark? I'm just...
1: For a team that doesn't want to invest, and they're asking us to invest?
2: And what are they gonna, one year, they're going to try really hard. They're going to pull a Marlins, sign all these players, and get a new coach. And then by the <laughs> trade deadline, they're going to trade them and ship their ass all the way out. Um, and then the Marlins did that twice. Um, so that, that's some something to keep an eye out for. Shout out to everyone going to Aviators game. So beautiful ballpark park. over there. Yeah, 100%. Unreal. Great time. You know, Vegas has a lot of good places to have a good time, including the wind golf course. Because they're taking center stage, Lindsay. June 1st, what, let's go. Time? Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers taking on Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> It'll be the match on TNT. Intrigued?
1: So you said Tom Brady. Who else?
2: Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers oh, taking on the future of the league. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. No,
1: just because Aaron's there. No, thanks
2: good. I'm going to pass. I kind of want to get press
1: access. Like, I'm yeah, to, you're not. I'm there's no chance. They wouldn't even let you uh, book a tea time on there if you wanted to. Hard pass on that particular foursome, but I don't know. It's the weekend. Still a lot to consider. we be back on Monday. Draft week is upon us. Very excited. Uh, thank you for showing up. Be well to each other, mostly to yourselves. Use your blinkers because people are dying and otherwise enjoy the abyss that is your life and staring into it. See you in a couple days, friends. Bye.